Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello, everyone. Program Politics here. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about Donald Trump stepping on his dick again. We're going to be talking about Major Dad read blocking me after the detente me and the major had for a while uh q's dumb new q drops and uh the dream of my podcast uh starting maybe tomorrow and hopefully next week first we're going to start with q uh it's hilarious um q drop 940 that q themselves got from qmap.pub because he wanted the headline that doesn't exist in normal q drops he wanted the headline in the q drop he wanted this there Antifa and Nazi flags. That's the headline on QMap.pub. That's how fucking dumb Q is. Wanted to make it abundantly clear that he thinks the anti-fascist movement in the 1930s was actually the Nazis from the 1930s. They weren't. They were literally the anti-fascists. The anti-fascists hated the fascists. This is how this works. But because QAnon exists in this world where all their enemies are united together to fight QAnon, they are of the disease-minded belief that everyone's allied. Everyone's brothers in arms working to destroy freedom and crush liberty and bring about the one world government and unleash the Antichrist upon the world. That's the insanity they live in. This is the disease-minded, fever-brained nonsense that controls their lives. It's really, truly, pathologically insane. The 1930s was uh, rife with anti-fascism and communism fighting the fascists, and the fascists hated the communists. These were diametrically opposed forces, and it's basically why everyone kind of saw it as inevitable that Nazi Germany was going to go to war with the Soviet Union. The innate 
belief that the Slavic people of the Soviet Union were inferior to the Aryans of Germany and that communism was anathema to fascism, it basically made it impossible for Hitler not to attack the, the Soviets. He both thought he would win and also his ideology kind of demanded it. He couldn't let the Soviet Union remain as it were, when it was basically, like, in a way, almost blasphemous for it to exist, with these inferior people and their terrible economic and political ideology uh, being a part of the world. And Stalin was of the mindset that at some point he would have to get ready to fight the war against the Germans, because he kind of knew it was coming. But he had been of the mindset that Hitler would never be dumb enough to attack the Soviet Union while uh, Britain still stood. That Hitler would know that a two-front war would spell his doom. So Stalin was just like, well, I will let Hitler uh, do what he's doing because he's gotta he's got to knock Britain out first. He can't let Britain... Um, exist because as long as Britain exists uh, Nazi Europe is basically embargoed they can't get that sweet sweet oil from Venezuela they can't get anything from the Middle East although the Middle East wasn't a big oil producer at the time so Hitler has to find a way to bring Britain down so that he can keep his war machine going and he can't leave the British there because they could invade France and liberate it. They, they, he can't, he can't commit everything. He can't commit all his manpower to invading the Soviet Union while he still has a threat on his western flank. And Hitler was like, "Fuck you, buddy! I'm going to invade. I'm going to invade Russia anyways." Boom! How do you like them apples? And that was obviously a gigantic fucking mistake on Hitler's part. And it, it led to the bloodiest, most gruesome conflict in the history of the world between the Soviet Union and Nazi Germany. And eventually, the Americans and the British then invaded from the West, and the two-front war made it impossible, and Nazi Germany collapsed. Now, would the Soviets have won without the Western Front? Yes. Uh, But did it help? Fuck yes. Um... Stalin, after the war, said that the war was won by uh, American steel, British brains, and Soviet blood. And that's pretty much what happened. Eighty percent of all German casualties in World War II were on the Russian front. It was uh, really, really, really bad. Uh, Anyone who wants to give you the whole, rah, rah, USA, we did it. Yeah, we, we definitely did our part, but we no, no country on the winning side paid a heavier price than the Soviet Union uh, to uh, bring Hitler down. I mean, we kicked Japan's ass while fighting Hitler at the same time. America voluntarily fought a two-front war and won it, but that's because America's fucking huge and really powerful, and Japan wasn't, and they nowhere near could manufacture the level of uh, Navy that America could be, and that's how naval wars are won. It's almost exclusively manufacturing-based. And uh, logistics are destiny in the military. If you can build more shit than your opponent, you win. Uh, Q, beyond that, just uh, posted a bunch of crap. Um, 
he replied to someone saying, we're kicking digital ass here and told them uh, modern day midnight riders. There's a reason why they're fighting hard to censor brackets to fame you. I mean, he's Q's such a goof now um, and a moron and really bad at his job. All of that kind of stuff. It's it's really funny. I, I don't really understand why why Q posts. It makes no sense. There's as uh, as QAnon promoters like to say every now and then when Q goes AWOL for a while, Q's said all they need to say. We can take it from here. And, the, and there's a hint there, Jim. There's a hint. Stop fucking posting. You're, you're hurting the cause. You're not good. So, Q, fucking idiot. And it's really hard to defend that. Second of all, Donald Trump, fucking idiot. We're seeing a trend here. So, uh, Trump sat down with Bob Woodward, apparently had 18 interviews that were all taped, and he said a bunch of dumb shit that's going to come out now over the course of the next month, probably. Uh, today we got the, uh, first, uh, drop, the first Woodward drop, or W drop, as it were, where Trump was like, yeah, I've been told the coronavirus is fucking really bad, but I'm lying to the American people to try to keep them calm, because I don't want to panic them by telling them how bad it really is. And this all predates when Trump was going out to the media and talking about how this is, quote-unquote, their new hoax and all that kind of shit. So, yeah, this is what we have now. Um, QAnon, who has told us that coronavirus is nothing, is harmless, is the sniffles, is bullshit, they have now been directly contradicted by the God Emperor himself, saying that he knew that this was bad, that this was actually a really dangerous and serious problem that we needed to take seriously. The circle, the, the circling the wagons of QAnon uh, has not truly begun as I'm uh, yelling into the microphone right now, but I am sure the uh, apologetics and the justifications and the revisionist history is going to be breathtaking. Uh, it is really incredible that Trump just crushes them. Uh, it was, this was really, um, it's really just amazing how this guy says everything bad you could possibly say, and it all contradicts the narrative that QAnon has promoted and produced and created around the man. That he is this steely-eyed genius who understands everything better than anyone else ever could possibly understand it. How he is so smart, so clever, so brilliant, so insightful, and that he is 20 steps ahead of, of everybody else. And then he gets himself on tape, just saying, "Oh yeah, I was lying to people about uh, coronavirus." And you know how you know you know how we do, Team Trump. Boom, keeping the keeping the public calm while telling Bob Woodward the inside scoop. I mean, it's just it's just that kind of thing. It's just so ridiculous that they have to do this, that they have to constantly twist reality to suit their narrative to suit the ridiculous bullshit 
that they believe about Donald Trump, that they believe about this alternate reality where he's a superhero and he's a good guy that's going to save the world from the bad guys. It's really so surreal that like that this is what we have in our world right now. That this is the biggest growing cult movement, whatever you want to call it, and it is entirely predicated around wiping the ass of a drooling fucking moron. That's all we're doing here. We're pretending that Donald Trump is good at being president. We're pretending that Donald Trump is a decent human being. We're pretending that Donald Trump has morals, that he has dignity, that he has a sense of shame, that he has priorities that are like the priorities that us normal people have. That this is not just a fucking deranged narcissist who just wants to bullshit and con people into giving him four more years as president because he's afraid he'll go to jail if he's not president. And that you have now Facebook groups that are just like, I saw this thing about these children being harvested for adrenochrome, so now I gotta support Donald Trump. We're breaking fucking reality so that Donald Trump can get votes. That's what we're doing. We are actually just grabbing reality, twisting its head until we break its neck, and creating Trump voters. This is our world now. This utterly, totally untethered from sanity concept of the world. These people are these people need so much help. The rank and file QAnon people It hurts. It really hurts to think about the people that are getting fucked by these assholes and grifters and scum that push this shit and just push it and push it and push it and push it and just don't care. They just don't care about they don't care about the people they hurt. They don't care about the families they destroy. They don't care about any of it. They just want to get a thousand likes. They just want to get uh, 200 retweets. They just want to sell their $30 cans of coffee. They just want to sell their sell their shitty romance novels. They are addicted to the bullshit. They're addicted to this grift. They're addicted to being in a quote-unquote leadership position in a psychopathic internet death cult. And it never once... They never once stop to think to themselves that maybe what I'm doing is wrong. Maybe what I'm doing is bad and maybe I should take a step back and look at the world again and think that maybe, fucking maybe... I should distance myself from this drooling narcissist who is falling apart physically and mentally. On top of everything else, this guy, if he somehow won re-election, would not be president in two years because his brain is tapioca. And this is what they've hitched their wagons to. This is the cult they've created. All because some dude on the internet gave him a dopamine hit when he said that Hillary Clinton's going to get arrested. It's all they've ever wanted was just to see their, the bad woman go to jail. Lock her up. Lock her up. That's it. That's QAnon. It's a chant. It's a chant at a Trump rally that's now been going on for three years. It's just a way to try to make it th- make lock her up real. Speaking of which, today was the day Hillary Clinton was supposed to give was supposed to go to court to defend herself against charges of pedophilia. Or, wait, no, it was about a deposition about her emails. The Judicial Watch wanted her to have to do. And, then, oh, wait, no, a court said the Judicial Watch doesn't get to depose her because Judicial Watch is a piece, is a bunch of fucking losers. So, yeah, uh, all of that, all of that shit. Uh, 
And they're in on it, too. I mean, Judicial Watch, like, Biceps Guy and all these dickheads, they're not QAnon, but they know what they're doing. They know that they're fanning the flames. They know that they're a bridge to QAnon. All of these assholes, Breitbart, Judicial Watch, Ben Shapiro, uh, Crowder, all these fucking assholes know what they're doing, and they know they're, dr- they're running people towards QAnon. Cernovich and Postebeck, even though Cernovich will be like, I hate Q, Q's fucking fake. They traffic in this shit, and they make it so that people can just take one little step from them into QAnon. Like, boring-ass right-wing scum are probably... Like, Ted Cruz. Although, Ted Cruz just retweeted Praying Medic, so he may not even be that good, but... Ted Cruz and Marco Rubio are probably like about three steps away from QAnon. They stay away from the dumbest, worst shit, usually. And you gotta work it a little bit harder to get there. And then you have the people that are a little more wacky, willing to show a little more ankle. Like Joni Ernst and these other crack pots. And you move that there, you move to that level, and then you get to the people that are just fucking ready to show you QAnon, or ready to get you there. Donald Trump is that. I mean, Donald Trump is a fucking QAnon promoter. Donald Trump is QAnon adjacent. The president of the fucking United States of America won't denounce QAnon. He'll be like, hey, I've heard they like me, and that's all I care about, because all I care about is myself and my raging narcissist ego... And if someone will kiss my uh, shit-covered ass, I will fucking thank them for it. So, yeah, the entire right wing of America is... It it used to be, uh, when people talked about our media, and they talked about the right-wing puke funnel, they would talk about how you would start with a report on Drudge Report and Breitbart and Gateway Pundit, and you would launder it to supposedly more legitimate sources until you got it all the way up the puke funnel to Fox News. Now the puke funnel works in reverse. You start on Fox News, then you gravitate to OAN, then you start reading Breitbart online, then you start uh, dipping your toes into a little white nationalism here and there, and bada bing, bada boom, you're into QAnon. And that's how this works. And if you don't get the QAnon through the hard right-wing way, you get the QAnon through the hippy-dippy-crunchy left-wing way, where we start about saving children and creepy Hollywood and how everyone's a weirdo. And have you seen the the symbolism in Lady Gaga's new video? Ooh, ain't that weird and creepy? Isn't something bad happening? Look at Justin Bieber's video for Yummy. Ooh, some weird stuff was happening in that. And when we asked him if he escaped the cabal and the the child trafficking rings, he touched his hat, just as we requested. So, ooh, there's got to be something there, so we got to dig around, and now we're red-pilled. This is our fucking world. It's a pincer movement to encircle and destroy reality. And it sucks. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So, that, that lovely stuff. And then uh, Major Dad. Our good boy, our friend, our bro, Major Dad. Uh, he gave up. He tapped out. <laughs> tapped out. He unblocked me for a couple weeks, and then he found out that that wasn't fun anymore. Because I'm fucking not his game. I am not who he wants to go at. I don't have nearly enough followers to signal boost him. I can't help him out on that, on that level. I can't drive traffic to Major Dad. All I can do is dunk on Major Dad aggressively and constantly. And he quote tweeted me a few times and tried to throw a few punches at me. But then he realized that he's losing. And he did what anyone who's losing in a fight wants to do. And that's call the fight off. And he, he, say, he said that it was because my shtick was tired and weak and whatever. But... The thing is, is that he couldn't defend himself against me. He couldn't defend himself against any actual honest QAnon debunker. Any of us, any of you people listening to this would have probably uh, do 80% of the damage I did to that guy easily. And some people could do more. I would love to see him actually engage with Dapper Gander or, uh, or Sarah Hightower or any of these people who really know their shit and would enjoy dunking on him. Um, but yeah, Major Dad realized that he wasn't going to get any clout by fighting with me and he wasn't going to be able to, uh, dunk on me because, uh, he's on the wrong side of things. QAnon is the side of dumb nonsense and I'm the side of reason and truth. And that makes our arguments, uh, very, uh, one-sided in my favor. And it's good to be on the side of truth and honesty. So I'm going to um, continue to speak my mind and continue to dunk on him, even with, even with him not allowing me to comment on his threads. So, oh well, tough break. Tough break there that I don't get to actually directly talk to him and ask him if he's going to wear a mask in order to vote for Trump and that shit. That was a great suggestion by you guys. Thank you so much for that. Uh, before I go to my uh, inquis inquisition that I have been given, uh, I want to uh, talk about a little bit about my plan for ye old pody cased uh, tomorrow. Hopefully, cross my fingers and toes. That's going to require a little more technical um, knowledge and acumen for me, which is dangerous because I'm a moron. And my plan for next week. And basically, uh, the plan is... Co-hosts! Um, these people are my friends. Uh, the plan tomorrow, if it works out, might not, uh, is I'm going to talk to someone who doesn't know anything about QAnon and just horrify them and just try to get reactions from the most blue-pilled, boring, normal person that I can possibly imagine and just have them react to what QAnon is. And it'll be fun. They've known a QAnon person previously. Because I, as I have spoken, I may have spoken about this previously on uh, the podcast. But uh, 
I did have a coworker who was aggressively QAnon uh, back in the day. So they know that little thing. But they are not susceptible to being red-pilled. They're not uh, ready to go down that path. So I'm not worried about that. So we're good. So we're going to try that. And then um, next week, um, as long as one of the co-hosts for that week doesn't uh, blow a tire, as it were, the plan with them is very simply um, one of my one of my friends who is uh, easing. I'm going to talk him up, and when when it all flames out and and the podcast bombs, and you all tell me what a terrible mistake I made, it's gonna it's gonna hurt so bad. Uh, but he's really really smart and funny, and I think he's a really awesome dude. And uh, he is intentionally keeping himself incredibly in the dark as to the actual nature of the Q drops. He gets the idea of Q anon, but he does not, has not read a drop, refuses to read a drop. And the point is, is that me, I am going, our first, our first uh, group podcast is going to be me uh, reading early Q drops, reading, we're going to go through the first 72 again, because again, I just think it's so important to do that. And uh, we're going to, and then um, the other co-host is a dude who knows a little bit. I don't think he's read the drops, but he he, he follows my Twitter feed. He reads all the stuff I have to say. He uh, has seen the world of QAnon through my, the lens that is poker and politics. And so we're going to have the totally in the dark guy, the guy who knows a bit, and then the nut that is me. And uh, we're going to we're going to roll that beautiful bean footage and see what we can do uh, next week. So, so those are the plans for the future of the podcast, as it were. Uh, I might, I got to see how my work, my day shifts, uh, my day, my day job is treating me because uh, we're just working our buns off right now. So I might have to scale back to two pods a week. Uh, I apologize incredibly for doing this, but I am perpetually tired now. I am, I'm just, I just wake up tired, go to bed tired. I have like uh, four to five hours of lucidity where I'm, feeling good during the day and then it's just right back to i'm just dragging i'm just dragging and it sucks and uh i'm working in covid mines so i get to have that sort of damocles hanging over me all this time as well so great just great but hey um that's that's the life that i'm living and just gotta roll with it uh finally uh my questions which are from as AIS Millard, my Grand Inquisitor, uh, he says, How much do we know about the recovery process from Q? What kinds of deprogramming techniques and support structures work best sort of thing? If there isn't enough information recoveries yet, what things can we as individuals do to help expand the pool of knowledge in this area? Oh, man. I, uh, the, I, the, the biggest and most important thing to me in all these situations is to get the person away from the, the cult for a period of time and to allow them to uh, understand and accept the world as it truly is instead of the, the world as the cult tells them it is. And that's how you begin the process of healing. Beyond that, we as individuals, uh, we don't have a lot. We don't have the, we don't have the resources and the, the uh, ability to actually, quote-unquote, deprogram someone or to uh, get them out of the movement. Uh, 
Again, I would say to anybody who has a friend or loved one lost in the movement, the most important thing you can do for yourself is maintain your own mental sanity, your own mental health. Do not engage with them constantly because you're not going to convert them. You're not going to break them. And they're just not going to stop talking about it to you. So you have to draw the line and tell them, look, we're not going to talk about this anymore. And if we are going to talk about it, if it's all you want to talk about, we're done. We are done talking, and I will. Uh, I, I have to cut you out of my life now. But you have to leave it out there. You have to let them know that if they ever get out of Looney Tunes crazy land, you will take them back. You will accept them as a friend. You will. Uh, you'll be there for them, and that's what really matters: is letting people know that they have an out from QAnon, should they ever decide to take that out. Again, you don't have to talk to them any more than that. You don't have to do anything better than that, but that's about it. Um, as individuals, what can we do? Uh, go on QAnon casualties. Go on uh, re- recovery, of the subreddit for people who've left QAnon. Read their stories. Re- gain, learn information about what's happening. Understand the move, Understand the X movement, the, the people that have left the movement better. Understand the people that are hurting from the movement better. And that will allow you to understand the people in the movement better. And that's really what this all comes down to, is understanding. Just understanding why people get into this stuff and how they get into this stuff. And what's the... How do we how do we fix it? How do we try to improve on society to make things better? Second question, what was the worst QAnon take you've seen from a mainstream reporter or journalist? God, I really don't know. I mean... There's just, I think the thing that drives me up the wall the most whenever I read it from a mainstream source is, quote-unquote, Q came from the dark web, which it didn't, and that Q communicates through cryptic and mysterious messages, and they don't. That's really the things that annoy me, is that the, the backstory of QAnon is told so incorrectly that it's it's really frustrating to me. Because really... Q does not communicate cryptically. Q will leave bullshit in that can be uh, backfilled with more information later on. But Q is very uh, blunt in their statements. They're very much uh, just leading questions or outright statements. You read, like, the Q drops back when Q gave a shit and was trying. It's really just all... uh, leading questions or this is what's happening this is what's going on this is this is how it's working we're 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 busting ass we're fighting um i mean q drop uh 4627 the stupid pentagram uh, dnc logo thing one party discusses god one party discusses darkness one party promotes god one party eliminates god symbolism will be their downfall the great deceiver when was the last time you witnessed a D-party leader being patriotic, exhibiting national pride, parentheses, love of country? You really have to spell that out. When was the last time you witnessed a D-party leader speak out against the riots, violence in the streets? When was the last time you witnessed a D-party leader support those who took an oath to protect and defend? When was the last time you witnessed a D-party leader support and call for unity across our nation? All assets deployed, information warfare, infiltration, destruction of America, have faith in humanity, have faith in yourself, united we stand, God wins. None of that is cryptic. None of that is mysterious. None of that is, 
something that needs to be decoded by the followers of Q. It's just Q fucking talking a lot of smack. Democrats hate God and love Satan. They hate America. We love America. We're going to fucking fight them and beat them because God wins. Yeah, America. Q. That's it. I mean, it's just dumb fucking congressman in a fucking plus 50 blood red district uh, running for re-election against someone who filed as a joke and is not even actually campaigning. And this, so this guy actually feels like going out and doing some, some speeches because I got to get re-elected. I'm running for re-election. I mean, it's just, uh, it's just a guy screaming, God, guns and MAGA! Yeah! And that's it. That's it. That's what Q is. It's just this dumb, screaming, right-wing moron trying to fire people up. Q is a cheerleader. He's an idiot. And that's all he is. Even when Q was effort posting at the start, even when he was doing the stuff that was, like, world-building and impressive, it was still not cryptic. It was still overt. He was still just spelling it out for us. The Moloch dropped. You drop uh, 153. For the coming days ahead, ask yourself an honest question. Why would a billionaire who has it all, fame, fortune, a warm and loving family... Imagine thinking that the Trumps are a warm and loving family. Friends. Imagine Trump having friends that are really friends, etc. Want to endanger himself and his family by becoming POTUS. Why would he want to target himself and those he cares about? Does he need money? Does he need fame? What does he get out of this? Does he want to make the U.S. world a better place for his family and for those good and decent people who've long been taken advantage of? Perhaps he could not stomach the thought of mass murders occurring to satisfy Moloch. Perhaps he could not stomach the thought of children being kidnapped, drugged, and raped while leaders, law enforcement of the world, turned a blind eye. Perhaps he was tired of seeing how certain racist countries were being constantly abused and kept in need, poor, and suffering for a specific purpose. Perhaps he could not in good conscience see the world burn. Why, hours after the election, did seven people travel to an undisclosed location and hold a very private and highly secured guarded meeting? Why didn't Hillary Rodham Clinton give a concession speech? When was the last time a presidential candidate didn't personally give a concession speech? What happens if the border remained open and the MSM controlled, continued to brainwash? At what point do patriots and hard-working men and women become the minority? What about voting machines? Who owns the, who owns the voting machines? What about voter ID laws? Photo ID? When is it necessary must be presented? Make a list. Laugh. Reconcile. Would the chances of defeating evil grow less and less each passing year? What does red line mean? Why, again, were the arrests in Saudi Arabia so very important? What strings were immediately cut? Follow the money. When does a bird sing? Cue. Just think about that. All of that shit that I just said 
there was no code. There was no bullshit. It was just a bunch of leading questions, a bunch of stuff that was out there that was designed to build a world and create an idea to engender sympathy, empathy, and support for Donald Trump. This was just heliographic Trump ball washing. And then a bunch of sinister bullshit about Hillary Clinton. And then a bunch of, hey, voter ID laws are common sense. And we got to get control of those voting machines because they should be rigged against us if we don't keep our eye on the ball. All of that. I mean, it, this it, there's nothing cryptic. There's nothing tricky. There's nothing mysterious about Q. Q's just fucking telling you what you, what you want to hear and firing you up. Uh, finally, he asks, uh, an off-topic question, what ingredients make for the best soup? Chicken. Throw chicken in the soup. Don't care. Chicken and noodles, chicken and rice. Throw in some carrots. Boom. Done. Sold. Maybe a little corn. I don't know. But, I mean, I'm, 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 a, I'm a troglodyte. I'm a caveman. I just, want to, I just want to eat chicken. Chicken, chicken, chicken. Chicken in the broth. Rice. Noodles. A few vegetables to make it healthier. Boom. Done. Nailed it. So uh, that is the old podcast. I'm going to try to do the uh, first podcast with a co-host tomorrow night. Uh, this is going to involve me having to break up my laptop. This is going to have to involve me uh, downloading Audacity onto that laptop and then trying to get my microphone to uh, be happy with the laptop. So all kinds of things could go terribly wrong. And uh, it, this could be a train wreck and it might not happen. But we're crossing our fingers and toes. And then uh, next Tuesday will hopefully be the first uh, podcast with the other co-hosts and crossing our fingers and toes and all of that. And uh, just going to continue writing uh, writing the book, as it were. So I finished uh, chapter one real quick, and I'm going to try to do the first four chapters and then post that to Patreon and get that ball rolling. And then I'm going to try to do an audio book. I'm going to try to just uh, talk out the chapters as well to try to give you guys more value and more bang for your buck because that's what I'm all about here. Uh, trying to be helpful as best I can while trying to get myself out of the COVID mines. So uh, stay safe. Uh, enjoy the Woodward tapes as they slowly leak out into our national discourse and QAnon uh, running around with their hair on fire as we close in ever closer to ye old election that will end the world. Have a good one. Stay safe and take care. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.